0: welcome everybody to another installment of the it's my turn to talk podcast i'm your host desmond adonias let's get back into it again this is a continuation of my fantasy football 2022 season um series that i'm going to be doing i'm really excited about this man i'm going to be able to uh get episodes out really fast because this is something that is con Continual uh, fantasy football is a huge has a huge market um, And I feel like this can connect uh, and reach a lot of people uh, This is going to be fun. I'm I'm super excited about it and uh, I hope after listening to the first one um, You guys felt the same way you felt the energy that I'm going to be bringing every time um, and I hope you guys want to keep listening. So this is the next one I wanted to do I know you hear a lot of times like these boom or bust type players but for now, I want to just focus on the booms from those players. Kind of, kind of the guys that can—they're not necessarily sleepers, but they're players that are ready for a breakout. Um, and they can't be considered a sleeper because a sleeper is someone you don't expect to ball out, but they do. But no, these guys are talented, and they have the ability to have a good season. And uh, these are some guys that I'm definitely going to look at and look towards in the later rounds during my draft. So first, I'm going to start it off in San Francisco. Trey Lance. Yes, Trey Lance. In here with a guy like this, you are just pretty much chasing upside without it, with, without a doubt. Um, and you are drafting a player based on his talents and what he can bring by the end of the year. Uh I feel like Coach Shanahan can do with Trey Lance what he did with Robert Griffin III a while ago, um, where he can uh, get him to be successful throwing the ball on the ground. But he has an advantage here because Trey Lance has a great uh, body. He's got he's about six four. The the guy's at least two thirty. He kind he's kind of built like Kaepernick. When you see him play, he's kind of got that funky type of uh, move around ability, but. He's got a great deep ball. Um, And as long as his decision-making gets a little better, but that'll come with time, of course, just like anybody. Not everybody can come on the scene and be Justin Herbert. Um, And I think what was toying with him also is that there was always a Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo battle, but it was, like, so close. People were ready for Trey Lance to come in, but the coaching staff, kept going with Garoppolo even after Lance was like showing flashes of being good. So now as you heard rumors that Garoppolo might get either traded or that they're fully going towards Trey Lance. Um, it's his job and he has got to do what he can with it. He's got to take this, this shot. And I think he can, um, he's elusive in the three games he started he, he balled out. Um, he threw for over 600 yards. He had four touchdowns in those games. Um, and over those games, he ran the ball 30 times. It's about 10 times a game. That's pretty good for a quarterback. Um, and he has the ability to, honestly, I would not doubt it, finish in the top 12, top 10 fantasy quarterbacks this year. I'm really high on Trey Lance, especially if they can keep Debo Samuel. And you know, still have a great offensive line. I mean, Kyle Shanahan to throw in those wrinkles because Jimmy Garoppolo, you can't use Jimmy Garoppolo like you can use Trey Lance. That's a given. But I think if he does, Trey Lance can really be someone who could um, have a boom season and really help your team. He can even be a starter on your team for sure. So look for Trey Lance. Keep paying attention to what they're saying in their training camps and make sure you go into... draft day with confidence that you can pick Trey Lance in the 10th round or something like that or even as your first first quarterback honestly I'm really that high on Trey Lance next I gotta say it I gotta say it right now the Cowboys will finally unleash Tony Pollard in 2022 Zeke coming into the season I always say on Instagram every year And I always see on trade um, training camp talks, oh, Zeke is coming in with a great body. He seems quicker. He looks leaner. But let's be honest, he's nearing 30 years old. He's now in his seventh year in the league. And he is in the top five. Since he's been in the league, he's in the top five in workload carries. So he's in that age where running backs tend to start breaking down. Not that I want to wish on anybody, not at all. But... You can tell that the Cowboys have definitely ditched that triplets number two era of Cooper, Prescott, and Zeke. Especially with how they let Cooper walk. That that was that was different. Um, so I think that the Cowboys are going to be okay making Zeke the second domino in terms of the triplets to kind of move away. Yes, he'll still start games. But I have a feeling that uh, Pollard is really going to get uh, a bigger workload this year. And you got to give it to him, man. He is quick. He is... He can really get in and out of uh, cuts, and he's also had the uh, most yards per carry over the last two seasons, um, with five point eight. That's that's huge numbers, man, and especially because he's uh can be good in the pass catching game. He's he's got kind of a Julius Jones type of body. Um, he's really he's really thin, which could uh, give him trouble. You know, if he, if they want him to run between the tackles, I don't think they should yet. I think they should keep, keep him in that third down type of back roll. Um, passes out of the backfield also, but give him a bigger workload. I mean, because last year the guy caught 40 passes for 337 yards. And even, uh, it was 8.5 yards per reception. He's just electric, and he has that ability. They got to give it over to him. And I think Dak will use him more, especially with Cooper gone. Dak's going to try to depend more on his handcuffs type of players. Um, I don't see Zeke starting all 16 games. I will say it right now. Zeke will not start all 16 games next year. And everyone needs to be up on Tony Pollard to be a boom player this year. All right. Rashad Penny, please stand up. The, San Diego, the former San Diego State standout, I think he can finally be that guy. We feel bad for Chris Carson having to exit and retire in such a way, and I wish him nothing but the best. But I think now the door is wide open for Rashad Penny. Over the last five years, or oh, last five years, over the last five weeks of last season with Chris Carson being out of course Rashad Penny led the league in yards per game for a running back and fantasy points for a running back while going 6.3 yards per carry especially that game versus Arizona he pulled off of like I think it was an 85 yard run for a touchdown and he was blowing everybody by I remember that touchdown pass for sure because in my my fiance's uh Fantasy championship game. She was playing against the guy who had Rashawn Penny that week, and uh, that that was a rough rest of the Sunday. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty upset. But um, yeah, Rashad Penny. I think I know they drafted Kenneth Walker. Um, that guy is a bruiser out of Michigan State. But uh, not many rookie running backs, you know, get a get the call right off the bat. Some do. I mean, I'm not. I mean, best you know, best of luck to you, but I just, I think Rashad Penny has been the guy that Seattle's always wanted to kind of turn to, but he hasn't stayed healthy. Um, and if he stays healthy this year, I can, uh, I can see Rashad Penny definitely finishing in the top 15 running backs. Um, in Seattle, it's, it's going to be weird. Drew Locke, it can't make that coaching staff confident that they're going to have a good passing game. So I think Rashad Penny is going to huge workload and I think a breakout season could come out for him with Chris Carson gone I have no problem picking Rashad Penny in the seventh or eighth round with full confidence he's gonna do it this year stay healthy Rashad next is probably my most boom player that I'm excited about and one that I drafted last year because I've always liked this guy's talent um, he, he he didn't really pan out, and I don't blame him for an obvious reason, but I am super high on this guy this year, and I'm really gonna look towards um, getting him in the in any at least one of my drafts this year. Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, he's poised for a breakout season, I think. with Russell Wilson coming coming to Denver, you have leadership. You have a quarterback who is one of the best deep shot quarterbacks. In the last 10 years, um, he is too efficient on the deep ball. And since 2019, he has he has the fourth most touchdowns with of over 30 yards. Um, and Cortland Sutton is a good deep threat. But he can also... Um, his route running is great. I think it was a game against the Chiefs. I remember this one. I remember I was eating at Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> when I was watching this game. I think it was in... I think it was the one of the few last weeks of the season, but um, no, I saw him cutting through the defense like really well. And I think during that time, that was a game where they had three running or three quarterbacks come in lock ripping, got some time. And there was another guy that I don't recall the name. And it's probably a good thing. I don't know. But um, you can tell that he just wants to play, man. He just needs a good quarterback behind him um the last year that he had that was great uh, which was in 2020 uh, he had over 10 touchdowns and 1100 yards that was with joe flacco guys joe flacco Um, and now he's got russell wilson i really think that he can have another season like that Uh, he's still young he's only 26 years old Um, i think he has a very high ceiling this year, and I wouldn't be surprised if he has over ten touchdowns again. He can have wide receiver one numbers. He's definitely fourth, fifth round talent. Okay, fifth or sixth. I, I'd be confident taking Cortland Sutton in the fifth or sixth round. I am going to say sixth. And I would, if he, if you draft him as your wide receiver two, I think you are in good hands to get some low end wide receiver one numbers from him. He's always shown flashes of stardom. He just needs a quarterback, man. And when you get a quarterback like that coming into your town, that can change everything. It really can change the dynamic of your career. Very high on Cortland Sutton this year, guys. Let's keep a watch out for him. This time, I got Kadarius Tony. I'm going to look at some rookies here, so, so just bear with me for a second. This time, I got Kadarius Tony and Travis Etienne. I'm looking for those guys to ball out this year. I had to throw in some rookies. Um, I know rookies are so hard to dissect. You're, it's very rare you're going to find a Justin Jefferson and a Jamar Chase type of players when they're rookies. Or a DeAndre Swift late in the year. Um, but the potential of those guys is there. Kadarius Tony, honestly, guys, he has the talent to finish in the top 20. Of wide receivers this year, I know that is a little bit of a stretch, but his talent level is out there. If you go back and watch that tape that he played against Dallas, yeah, I think they got beat by about 20 points. This was like, I think, week five. Um, he was tearing him up, he had 10 catches, 189 yards, um, and it, he was averaging 14 yards per catch. Uh, it was, it was. Really, quite the show. you you can tell he's super talented. he was he was, quote quote, athlete. He was quote, listed as an athlete in Florida. Um, and he definitely has molded that into the NFL. He can he's really quick. He has kind of that like that um who's a player? That I was thinking about the other day that he really reminded me of Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin. He has that ability to be a Percy Harvin type player when Percy was on the Vikings. Uh, he can catch. He's a good route runner. He's fast. He's quick in terms of uh, his his feet, his footwork. Uh, there's just not a lot going on in um, New York. And when you're one of the top guys on a bad team, I like your chances. Um, I think the Giants are moving away from being so high on Saquon like they have been for so many years. I think, no disrespect to Saquon, but he's not a surefire star running back anymore. And I really think that the Giants are done kind of treating him like that. They're going to still feed him. I mean, you have to. He's looking good in training camp also. But I think they're okay going towards uh trying to win games in the air and if you do that Kadarius Tony is a safe bet for your team. He has potential. He he really does. You can you can see when he plays game that this guy has the talent to be uh, one of the better wide receivers in the NFC. That's a little high. I know this guy's only 23, but you can see he's got it, man. If you can get Kadarius Tony in the 12th round as If someone's seen Kadarius Coney, Tony, I can see them picking him as their fifth receiver um, because they're scared away that he did only play about seven games last year. Um, But as you know, in fantasy football, it's all hopes. It's all luck. It's all crossing your fingers. And I'd cross my fingers on a guy like this. Look for Tony. He might have a chance to break out, guys. All right. Travis Etienne. I know he did not suit up last year, but the guy can get in the end zone. First of all, if you get a running back with his type of talent quick, he can catch, um, he can block, he can run hard, and if you get a running back like that, that plays for a crappy team, I would steer towards that running back, especially because like, when you get a running back on a crappy team, he's got to be one. That can both run and catch because when you have both of those um, abilities, whether your team sucks or not, you can be a well-off fantasy running back. And Travis Etienne has that. He's got the connection with Trevor Lawrence. In college, Travis Etienne scored 78 touchdowns in four years. I was looking at this stat the other day. Yeah, 78 touchdowns in four years with more than half of them coming during his time with Trevor Lawrence um as we've seen over the last over recent years camaraderie between NFL players that played with each other in colleges goes a long way I know we're scared from the ACL ACL tear but they said he's been looking good in training camp and I like his chances I have no problem banking Travis Etienne as a breakout um star this year he's looking explosive um Jacksonville is still, I know they got Doug Peterson, so things are going to turn, but they're still in that time of kind of, they'll try to find their identity early on because it's not there. Um, And I think for Lawrence, even though they got Kirk and stuff, he's going to try to go to Travis Etienne early on in the season as kind of a confidence booster and to get their feet wet in the offense. and uh, Betting on Travis Etienne, As a high end, super high end flex play on your team, um, that is an absolute steal. He has um, running back two talent. um, If he stays healthy, of course. But I like him. I like his chances this year of, um, you know, kind of making a statement. He can uh, do a lot of things. And I have no problem saying, thinking that he can uh, be effective. I think he really can. All right, lastly, I got I to gotta mention him. I won't spend too much time on him because I might not consider him in this list, but he's really close. Gabe Davis, Gabriel Davis from the Buffalo Bills. Mr. Ford Touchdowns himself, Gabriel Davis. Now, Gabriel Davis, out of all the... Um, Wide receivers on this list, or even some that I talk about recently, he has a chance to ball out more than any of them. He is in a great um, situation. Unlike many other receivers who, quote, quote, can't have a breakout year, he's got a good chance because he, the uh, Bills, he's jumping from fourth on the depth chart to second in the depth chart in a matter of a few months. Cole Beasley is not there no more. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is not there anymore, so he's the surefire number two option on this offense. You can argue um, Dawson Knox can be the number two after Diggs, but Gabriel Davis, Gabriel Davis, they're very high on him. He's he's very um, he can do a lot of lot of things for your team, and he looked great last year towards the end of the year um, at times, but he was still the third or fourth option so you didn't see him on the field but when he was um, he made he made some good plays um, I'm not gonna say he's gonna be wide receiver two on your team probably not a wide receiver three talent um right off the bat but he but he can go into that and he can if he can have some of those games like he did in the playoffs last year against Kansas City because you gotta admit Kansas City, is um, their defense wasn't a joke last year, and he he balled out, and he is a wide receiver who's on the team with arguably one of the best, if not the best, quarterback in the league, in Josh Allen, and on a team that throws the ball more than anybody else in the league. I like your I like your choices. Jumping up from four to two, four to two option in one year, being with Josh Allen, being on the number one passing team and being on a team who is still trying to prove that they're one of the best teams in the league that that's all good signs on a good player that you can bet on this year guys Gabe Davis, look out for him alright guys that wraps it up, Trey Lance Tony Pollard, Rashad Penny Cortland Sutton circle that one a lot Cortland Sutton Gabe Davis, the man himself and for rookies Kadarius Tony and Travis Etienne. I like all these guys this year as boom players. Um, I think it's gonna um I think it could, could help your guys' team. Just uh just watch out during draft day because a lot of guys might be thinking the same way. There's so many fantasy cheat sheets out there these days. It's uh <laughs> it's hard to kind of keep up or to kind of get an edge. But that's it for today, guys. I'm your host, Desmond Ardonias been great talking to you guys again i'm gonna love uh discussing fantasy with you guys it's a it's a a great time all right i'll see you guys later have a good night guys i'm out